Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Traveler's Guide to the Backrooms, where we try to go over and explain the lore of the many levels and entities within. My name is Sharp A3, AMEG, AI Processing System, and today we'll be going over the luxury hotel of the backrooms. So, don't forget to get checked in because we're no clipping our way into level 5. Basic Descriptions Level 5 is the 6th level of the backrooms, and is known to be relatively easy for experienced travelers to navigate, compared to earlier levels. It has a survival difficulty class of 2, that being unsafe, secured, and has a minimum entity count. Level 5 is made up of 3 sections or sub-areas within the level. There's the main hall, the Beverly Room, and the Boiler Room. Each of these areas span in difficulty and appearances that can easily lead to death if unequipped with common knowledge of the level. Due to this level low risk survival difficulty and the many possible living quarters here, this level is also used as a hub for travelers around the backrooms to meet and mingle with each other in relative safety. Due to the amount of information about the varying areas, this lesson guide will be a little more beefier than normal, so with that being said, let's get into the appearances of the level. Appearances the first area of level 5 we'll be discussing is the main hall. This area will most likely be the first area you'll find yourself and will be the main area you'll run into other travelers in. The main hall takes the appearance of an luxury hotel lobby and accompanying halls dated to about the 1920s to the 1930s. The area is always clean from dirt and dust and has art deco-like decoration. Style. The main color scheme of the area is scarlet red and gold with the flooring ranging from a beautiful dark walnut floor in the halls to a white polished marble within the lobby, both having an amazingly made red carpet with gold lacing tracing through it in beautiful patterns. Along the walls are paintings ranging in different art styles left unsigned by the artist. With those painting, the level is lit up with both conventional candles and electric replicas, powered by unknown means. It's been stated these fake candles give off a minimum hum buzz resembling the lights from level zero. Furniture and bookshelves also litter this section with mindful diligence. Most of the books on the shelves are written in unknown languages, but every once in a while a book from the front rooms can be found on them. Even rarer are survival guides or level explanations can be found. These are in high demand in the back rooms, and can have you well off if found and traded. The size of the lobby seems to change depending on how many travelers are currently within it. Some have stated it to get as large as football field, but this hasn't been confirmed. On the northernmost wall of the lobby is a beautiful handmade wooden desk with a large key display wall behind it. On that wall are thousands of keys that seems to disappear and reappear from it. This part of the lobby is ran by the homely hotel staff, a group within this level that runs the day-to-day -day events and keeps the order of the hotel to the best of their abilities. We'll go over more about them later. The other, more spacious part of the main hall are the actual hallways that lead to most of the living quarters of the level. The halls span for thousands of miles in all directions, forming a labyrinth of paintings and golden doors that can easily get lost in if not paying attention. These rooms are decorated randomly, and seems to go off of what the person using room deems as safe, so they can range from their original rooms from the front rooms to a lavish royal bedroom, to a full-stocked fallout shelter. It's noted that anything that manifests within these rooms cannot be taken out of the room. So no manifesting guns or other items for use within the many areas of the back rooms. It's to be noted that all doors that lead to living areas are locked until the corresponding key to the room is used to unlock the 
door. Other than receiving a key from the lobby, they are known to sometimes manifest in the pockets of wanderers once entering level 5. There are also doors with silver or bronze placards on them that will lead to the other sections of the level. With the silver placards being labeled with the Beverly Room on it and the bronze having the Boiler Room labeled on it. These labeled doors can be exited and entered into multiple times, so using these doors as land markers for mapping missions are highly recommended. The last feature of the section we'll go over are the many elevators that are dotted throughout the main hall. These elevators have buttons numbering from 1 to 382, with number 13, 113, 213, and 313 being missing from selection. It's reported the number 1, 2, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 lead you to different parts of level 5, with number 3 and 4 leading back to their corresponding levels within the back rooms. Where the numbers higher than 12 lead you is unknown, with those leaving through those numbers never being seen again. The Beverly Room is the second section of this level. Also known as the Eternal Ballroom, it is beautifully decorated ballroom whose size varies. Depending on who's in the room. Much like the main hall lobby. Along the walls are doors, some labeled with boiler room on bronze placards and others with main hall on golden placards. These doors lead to random parts of their respective areas. Other doors not having any labels on it are mixed in with the order as well. It's unknown where these doors lead to, with some rumoring to hear horrific noises coming from some of these doors. Other than the many doors a large handcrafted table made from dark walnut wood with golden fixtures along its edges. Above it is an equally beautiful chandelier, arranged with delicate care with golden flares adoring it. This chandelier is the only light source in the Beverly Room, but no matter the current size, it's more than able to keep the entirety of the room illuminated. Back to the table, along its surface many champagne bottles and glass filled with chilled almond water can be found. What's surprising about the drinks is that they seem to reappear or refill themselves when no one is paying attention. No one knows how this happens, but due to this not being an evil act towards wanderers, no study on the matter has been conducted. What might be the most mysterious thing in this area is the unfinished game of Mahjong sitting at the middle of the table. Anyone who attempts to interact with the tiles gets a strong feeling to leave this area of level 5. Those who are able to fight through this urge and successfully finish the game teleports out of the level completely. Most who teleport out finds themselves in level 2, but about 2% of them are never seen again. So it's commonly asked by those on watch in the Beverly Room not to interact with the game. The next section that can be explored is the Boiler Room. This area is much more dangerous to travel through than the others, due to entities commonly being found within the area of the level. Once entering this area, it's very common for travelers to assume they were teleported back into level 2, but be assured you are just within the boiler rooms of level 5. Its appearance looks almost identical to level 2 along with the claustrophobic feeling of the cramped tunnels to the pipes lining the roof and walls. What differs from level 2 is how well lit this section is with there almost being no dark areas in this section. Another characteristic that makes the boiler room different is the content of the pipes. Here the pipes seem to be filled with extremely hot almond water. It's noted that the pressure within the pipes are also higher than level 2, with just a tap from a wanderer can send the area sprayed with high-pressured almond water jetting out at boiling temperatures. So it's best to keep a safe distance from these pipes whenever you can. The Ambient temperature of the boiler rooms are known to get above 100 degrees Fahrenheit in certain sections, so be very careful and hydrated while traveling through this area. 
Unlike the other sections where they seem to be able to grow in size due to the volume of people within them at the time, the boiler room goes with the classic backroom layout of being a vast labyrinth of maintenance tunnels, with storage closets and independent boiler rooms scattered across it boilscape. So, I know I said there were only three sections of level 5 earlier, but there's a secret area of this level that many don't know about, and for a good reason. This section is known as the Lost Lobby. It's unknown how to enter it, leave it, or what's even contained within it. Information scavenged from corrupted data. Banks states that an information of this level is purposely erased from travelers by a mysterious force in level 5 itself. Due to this information, it's speculated that many wanderers most likely have already been in the lost lobby, but don't remember it. This is still under investigations by many groups within the backrooms. Supplies that can be found here. Due to level 5 also being known as a hub level, many traders can be found here. So many supplies such as clothing and medical items can be found here for the right price. Almond water can be found within the Beverly room, so acquiring it is quite easy to do. Supply drops are only found within the hot tunnels of the boiler room and can range from firearms to medical supplies, normally being things needed to surviving the harsh conditions and entities of that section of level 5. The most important thing that can be found here for wanderers is a personal shelter for themselves in the main hall. Whenever a traveler gets a room from the front desk or just walking into an unused room, a golden key with the room number engraved into it will appear in their pocket or bag, until given back to the front desk, giving it to another person, or dying, that room is yours and can be used as a personal home or safe house within the back rooms. It is possible to have multiple keys at once, limited to three keys at a time. Any keys acquired after getting your third one will disappear from your possession once out of direct view. Although not as valuable in the back room, gold in abundance can be found. Here, due to many items in level 5 being made from the precious metal, though many wanderers stray from doing this out of respect for the hotel staff that are very friendly and helpful to all who comes here and the mysterious entity whose presence is felt all throughout level 5. Entities Though level 5 is known for being a big level with its different sections being massive in size, entities are known to mostly stay within the boiler room section of the level, but some are known to stray out from this area to the others. Here are the entities that sometimes wander the other area of the level. Do note encounters with these entities are very rare outside the boiler room, but can still happen, so be on your toes no matter where you are. Hounds can sometimes be found wandering the less traveled areas of the main hall. These feral humanoid quadrupedal creatures are hostile to unaware wanderers but can be easily scared off. Skin Stealers, a creature who drapes dead wanderer skins over theirs can be found trying to masquerade as a traveler's in less occupies area of the main hall and will attempt to blend it with the crowds in order to stalk for travelers who might be easy prey when left alone. Spotting one is quite easy due to their overly strapped skin, and killing them is as easy as a well-placed strike. Ants, no not the great colonizers of the insect world, but a fuzzy likes urchin creatures can be found in dark areas through level 5. These creatures, normally in colonies of at least 20 are neutral to wanderers, and normally only attack when provoked. Luckily they don't deal much damage with their bites, only leaving very minor bruising. Simply picking them off and stepping on them is all that is needed to get rid of them. A weird entity known as a death rat can be found outside the boiler room as well. These little rodents resembles a common rat from the front rooms with them being slightly longer and having short horns forming from their heads. 
These creatures are known to change their biology depending on where in the backrooms they are, with these having their signature black fur outside the boiler room and being bald within it. They also have glowing red eyes that can scare a wanderer if walking onto a large group of them. They're extremely smart creatures who rarely attack travelers, rather feeding off the scraps of people. They're great to have as pets, as they're known to be tameable. One of the more underestimated creatures that can only be found with the main hall and the Beverly Room are the woodlands. These terrifying entities are basically wood fairy-like creatures that only show themselves to wanderers whose sanity is dropped to an uncontrollably low state. Once they found their target, they'll pop out of any wooden object that resembles a face-like pattern on it, thus adding to the target's lowering sanity. Once they have the target in hand, they'll attempt to partially pull them into the object of origin, puncturing the inner organs of the victim. They will continue this process until resulting in the victim's death. Due to their small size, killing them is very easy, so dispatching them as quickly as possible is your best bet. Male death moths can be found wandering these areas as well. These are large male moths, with their closest genetic match being to the species Tiniola biseliella. These moths can reach up to 20 pounds in size and are quite harmless to travelers. These moths can be found randomly throughout the levels and seem to be attracted to light. They're able to be tamed if captured and are great for alerting you to entities due to their distress. Killing them is unadvised due to corrosive acid spraying out of any wound done upon them. They're basically flying dogs and would make a great companion. Now that we got the entities that can be found outside of the boiler room, let's dive into the much more dangerous ones. As stated before, all the entities listed can be found much more frequently in the boiler room section, so along with the creatures I'm going to list, the ones stated before can and will be found here with them. To start us off, let's talk about the Engithrasur. These are 16-legged spiders that stalk wanderers from the ceiling pipes, seeming being unfazed by the heat from the pipes. They vary in size, with some being a couple of inches to being two feet in length. These spiders are known to drop down and bite travelers before jetting back up from them. They have a paralyzing agent in their saliva, though mild at first, with enough and longer lasting bites, will leave travelers completely unable to move, making them easy prey to drag up into their webs. For a save meal, the best ways to avoid an encounter with these spiders is to move around every now and then. These creatures are easily intimidated by moving objects, so always being in movement will keep them from engaging you. Killing them is as easy as using blunt force. A weird and very rare entity you can run into down here are growlers. These monstrosities are basically large sentient pipe. Cleaner monsters. These entities are extremely hostile to anything that come into their path instead of others of its kind. Due to being living pipe cleaners, they do not have eyes, a mouth, or ears, it's still able to hear and make noise. Due to this, they're able to locate things with echolocation, and is able to produce a white noise sound that can cause psychological damage to its victims. This can range from a simple headache to paralyzing you. Confronting these monsters is completely unadvised due to them literally being walking pipe cleaners. Brute force and weapons won't really do anything to them, but they're very weak to fire, so unless you have explosives or a flamethrower your best bet is to just run. Luckily these monsters are extremely rare to run into. Like male death. Moths, the much more dangerous female death moths can be found within the boiler room section of level 5. Female death moths are on average two times larger than their male counterparts, and with that greater size comes greater hostility. The creatures will attack any wanderer or creature other than a death moth that comes to close to their nest, 
but it's been reported that they have become much more hostile, attacking wanderers on sight at times, so avoiding them will be your best bet for survival. Confronting these entities is highly unadvised due to their ability to spit corrosive acid up to 20 feet at its victims. This spit is able to eat through a human body in under a minute, so try not to get hit by it if you can. The best way to spot one is nearby is the tell-tell sound of large, beating wings all death moths give off. Female death moths, due to their size, give off a slower sounding beat of wind. The best way to kill these entities is to attack from a distance of 20 feet or further. Range weapons are the safest way to dispatch them. The most mysterious entity that can be sensed in level 5 is a strange force that seems to watch over all of the level and its sections. No. One has seen this entity, only feeling a sense of being watched when traveling through level 5. Many believe this force is what keeps the main hall and the Beverly Room clean, but more importantly, is the force that makes those who enter the lost lobby section of the level forget what they seen, how they entered, and how they left it. Further studies are still underway to find out more about this entity. Communities and Settlements Because of level 5 being considered a hub level, naturally groups have decided to take up residence here. Luckily they're all friendly and more than willing to help any traveler in need. Because of this no one tries to cause trouble for the different groups out of respect and the much needed order and safety many wanderers come here for. Here's a list of the many groups that can be found here. 2. Stardust of the MEG have an outpost known as housekeeping. Their main goal is to assist travelers in any way possible. Because of this they work very closely with the homely hotel. Normally they're sent out into the boiler room when attacks from entities leave wanderers unable to exit the section safely. They're also the ones who keep the entities in check and away from entering the other sections of level 5. The next group are the homely hotel, a group who are normally seen as the main authority of the level. With even the MEG making sure they have the okay from them before doing anything. They run the main hall and Beverly room portions of the level and keeps track of the everyday doings of them. They're more than willing to help anyone who's hurt or need a place to stay free of charge. Be sure to thank any homely hotel member for their services. The next notable group here are the originals. This particular group is made up of members from the time period spanning from the 1300s to the early 1940s. This group normally keeps to themselves, only taking in new members if they come from their relative time periods. Even though they're from much earlier in the timeline, it's noted they weren't the first one in level 5, leaving groups in the back rooms to believe that you can also no-clip through space and time in different ways than previously believed. Notable members of this group are, Amelia Earhart, Dorothy Arnold, Captain Edward Smith, and John Jacob Astor IV. The backroom colonists have an outpost here known as Outpost Amber, and are a friendly group that, just like the MEG, handle entity, and wanderer disputes. They're known to have superior firepower compared to the MEG on this level, but are drastically outnumbered. The final group we'll discuss are the Lost Hall Society, whose base location is unknown, most believing it's located in the Lost Lobby section of the level, from records scrounged up from around the level. They're a group of knowledge keepers, with their base being a huge library spanning larger than the majority of level 5. Not much is known past that, but many groups are still investigating their existence comings and goings. Now that we got the bulk of the level's information out of the way, we can finally talk about how to come and go from here. There's many ways to enter this level, so let's break them down. 
The two main ways to enter this level is either by taking an elevator from either level 3 or 4, or you can take an old stairway while on level 4. Entering a damaged door on level 19 can bring you to level 5, while surviving the eroded state in level 126 can also bring you here. Finding an unlocked door in level 54 has a small chance of bringing you to level 5, so does entering any house in level 10. Some doors in the entrance hall of level 82 rarely send you to level 5, but this unconfirmed. In level 92 some doors may will lead you into level 5, with the same being done if you stay within an apartment during the third event within level 92. Certain unmarked doors in level 4.2 will send you to level 5. With all of those entrances out the way, let's go over exist from this level. Going back down the stairs you came up will lead you back to level 4, so would retracing your steps with the elevators to go back to level 3 and 4. If you can withstand the boiling heat and entities within the boiler room, traveling long enough down there will lead you to level 6, but this unadvised, and will need to brief with the MEG outpost or backroom colonists before doing this, for your own safety. Going through a doorway that leads to a forest-like scenery will transport you to level 63. Going through a metal door label level 92 in the main hall will send you to that corresponding level. If lights start to flicker anywhere within level 5, there's a small chance of a wooden door to appear, this door will lead you to level 27, while a wooden gate in the Beverly room will lead you to level 84. Finding an airtight door in the boiler room will send you to level 78. Lastly, and the rarest. Playing and beating an arcade machine within the boiler room will instantly teleport you to level 40. Closing words. So that was level 5, the luxury hotel of the backrooms. Other than the boiler room and the mysterious lobby sections, this level is quite safe and thriving with some of the greatest hotel service you will ever get in the backrooms. So what did you think about level 5? What would you do if you ever find yourself here, and more importantly, what interior design would your personal room have? Be sure to let us know through our email at the Traveler's Guide to the Backrooms at gmail.com or on our social medias that can be found in the show notes. Thank you all for listening and we'll be back for more guides and tips to survive in the backrooms. Until next time, you guys have a wonderful day and be safe out there.